think Tom's in trouble. Hello? What the hell is going on? The kidnappers must want something. We appreciate your participation. Why are you doing this? I suggest you work fast. The game has now begun. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another installment of the greatest Tom Swift podcast out there. This is Decoding Tom Swift. This is a Carefree Black Nerd review over the most wonderful show on the CW that we have out there. It is Tom Swift. I am your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Black Nerd, and I have with me today, like I have had for several episodes in the past, and every episode of Decoding Tom Swift. Let these folks know who's on the mic with me today. It's M. Haynes here to talk about the best <laughs> black show yes. on CW. One of the best on TV. Let's Come talk. on. <laughs> Come on. Yes, yes. So if you happen to stumble upon this episode or if you're an avid listener viewer, welcome. Um, this is Decoding Tom Swift. We are going over... Season one, episode six, and the benefits of bondage, which actually had a different name. Uh, prior to it was and the misbegotten Mustang. Now, I'm not sure where or why the change happened, but I know for me, I've been preparing several episodes in advance. And when I got this one set up, it definitely said and the misbegotten Mustang. So, I wonder if there's a lost episode because they want no Mustang. In here, that wasn't even a Mustang that kidnapped Tom. So I wonder what they got going on. But all that being said, in this episode, it says Tom finds himself stuck between a rock and a hard place. Meanwhile, Zinzi is starting <laughs> is startled when a worried Isaac brings up a startling news about Tom. Um. Mm -mm -mm. Uh. So before general thoughts, at the end of the last episode, because if you've been listening, we last episode, last recording was a bit different uh, than the others. So the end of the last episode, Tom was kidnapped. Right at the end of the cotillion, he was abducted and fade to black. We open up immediately after, well, not immediately, maybe like, I don't know, an hour after or something. How yeah. are we feeling about this episode mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep yep absolutely <laughs> that covers it <laughs> yes yes immediately yes <laughs> immediately yes. yeah hard agree this was some shit in all the best yeah. ways um oof. i'm saying um fast pace high energy High stakes, beautiful people, melanated, yeah. gorgeous, glistening, moisturized folks in compromising situations, figuring out mysteries and a history lesson to yes. end all history lessons. Yeah. <sighs> and I, I really loved, and this might just be a me thing, but I really loved how it was focused. Like, mm -hmm, you didn't mm -hmm. have a whole bunch of like subplots. So I was like, okay, no, get back to the main thing. This is what I want to see. Like, it was focused mm -hmm. on one plot line. We followed that all the way through from different perspectives, yes, but like one thing. And mm -hmm. it made that one thing just that much better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Um, 
I loved it too. I I was thinking about this episode and where it falls in the like ranking or even just the continuity and the the, the aesthetic, all that those descriptive words of the whole season. And this is an episode I think is worth the wait. Um, but it's not an episode that I would be like, watch this first. And it's not because it's not good. It's because you, we earned this fast pace. <laughs> Correct. Stressful roller coaster ride. We earned this from being from uh from day one. Mm-hmm. I um I truly enjoyed it, and I think that with doing the a light in the sky forty four hundred review show with Robert Jeffries, there I, I come to find to like kind of realize that in every show, usually in every season, but at least in like one or two seasons, there's that one episode that really just stands out as a really good episode. Me and him discuss one in detail. Go back and watch that. It'll be linked in the show notes. But I think this episode is that one where, yeah. um, I don't know, it just, we just, we earned it. I'll say it. We just, yeah. we earned this episode. They did a good yeah. job. Like I said, I, I said during the live tweet, you know, I was like, this this is a mid-season finale. Like this is you built up to this point, and this is your payoff for like all these questions that people have, like all this, like mm-hmm. what is going on, like why are people behaving this way? Like this is mm-hmm. the payoff for that. And I'm honestly kind of surprised that they said next week at the end of it. I was like, Oh, I thought y'all were gonna take a break. Hey, <laughs> so I, you and me both. Yes. I was like, yes. Y'all only earned it. I was Purely ready. I was ready. <laughs> yeah, I've been ready to take a little vacation for a week. I'm glad we're not, but I've been ready. Correct. Um, which you saying that really like has me even a little bit more confused because recent news about Tom Swift aside, this is a 10 episode season spanning 13 weeks. When are we getting a break? Like, is it after next episode or are we even getting a break? Are they just gonna power know. through? I don't know. Um, with recent news, I don't know if that's the 13 weeks, 10 episodes of 13 weeks is no longer going to be a thing. So that's mm-hmm. one, that's one. And then two, you know, we're saying that it may, it would have made sense to take a break after this because of how this one ended. Mm-hmm. There may be another episode, like episode six, seven, whatever, that yeah. may be like, oh, well, this is even, you know, yeah, this makes even more sense to take a break. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, I hate it. I, I can't I'm excited for the show and I'm enjoying it, but I, I just can't escape that you know news. And I'm really hoping if I can be emotional for a second that this show I don't know what the um what the details are, but I hope that this show is just transformed over transformed, tra- put to another network. <laughs> I hope another network is picking up this show because uh, it deserves all it. Of, no, go ahead, go ahead. I just say it deserves it. No, absolutely. 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 I feel about this show. Well, even like representation aside, it's just a good show. And mm-hmm. I I think I'm going to come on, on the other side frustrated like I was with Deadly Class. Deadly Class is not um, it's representation. It's it's a whole nother beast, and I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the comic. I enjoyed the show. And when the show ended in season one on sci-fi the way it ended, I was like this is an incomplete story. So I'm hoping that regardless to how episode 10 ends here, that we get 
a pickup somewhere else. Yeah. I truly hope so. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's my emotional outburst uh, for the night. I'll try to rein it in. But uh, this, we, Tom has been captured by the little clown and saw or whatever. I don't know, or maybe Squid Game. I don't know what. Like I know what I've seen, but like, who knows what the hell is going on here? They that man has been kidnapped and thrown into a warehouse with like mm-hmm. barbed wire and all this. Now, what I will say throughout all the trials of this episode, I oh, how do I say this? I don't want to sound rude. I did enjoy the setting because um, mm-hmm. I feel like. With one, COVID being a thing, and then two, maybe not being able to fill out the cast as much as you could before then, and how easy it is to kind of slip into, he's isolated, let's just put him in this white room. I feel like Mm -hmm. the setting fit the episode. It didn't feel like we're renting out this office space, just lock him in there. Um, I kind of got the feeling of Olivia Pope that season that she got kidnapped and was like, I don't know, in the Middle East or something. I don't know where she was. I can't remember the details. But she had that newspaper. Her hair was all messed up. Like, that's what I felt like. Man, are we? It's Tom? Hey. Listen, I watch Scandal, the vast majority of Scandal, like, in real time. And when I take that image of Olivia with her hair, like, blown out, racing towards the screen, is seared oh. into my memory. Bro, the way they shot that was, that was criminal. That was, <laughs> like, like, what are we doing, Carrie? You deserve, like, it's not bad, but, like, Shonda, what is going on? <laughs> so, yeah. Um... Yeah, but that's what I thought. That's the first thing that came yeah. to mind. I was like, that was done well, and I like the way they did this, especially with this being two different types of shows and knowing that this wasn't a 22-episode season. So we weren't going to get a whole four or five-episode arc of him locked up. And um, thank goodness, because we really didn't, we, we didn't need that. Look, we got what we needed, and we moved on. Um, speaking of what we needed, Isaac pops up on screen, um. and... <laughs> <laughs> Ibaba Shando of Zizi and Isaac approaching someone who they feel has information about Tom. The skies open up, sunshine shines down, birds start to sing, and in comes Rowan. <laughs> Just draw the bird. <laughs> Just the bird starts to sing. It happens. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it because it, 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 it's 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 been too long. But yeah, they um they're looking for someone because naturally Isaac is kind of suspicious. His first mind is to Rowan because he's been suspicious of him, you know, the whole show. So mm-hmm. he you know runs up on Rowan and is like, "What did you do? The um, where is Tom? What would have you?" And mm-hmm. Rowan is like, "I don't know. Like, ain't you his bodyguard? Pretty much." Um, <laughs> so they have their little back and forth. I guess Isaac finally realizes that he ain't got no clothes on, much to, you know, my personal enjoyment. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I um, and, you know, uh, Rowan basically tells him that these are his ass whooping clothes. You want to try them out? I, yes. I, I didn't like that, but I like that. 
I get, I get it, Rowan. I get it. Listen, um, insert Monique uh, <laughs> meme here. I would like to see it. I Hello. Like it. <laughs> oh my God. I love that scene. I was like, dang, I want more of them. I like yes. Isaac and Rowan. I truly I like them together. I like that back and forth. Um, it never felt like to me that like one person was better or stronger or smarter than the other. It felt like they are literally two very capable folks who are just like kind of bumping heads. And that right. scene, I think you could have easily played that for like, like you said, these my ass will be closed and then played the Isaac character more offended, softer. And like, yeah. I, I think it was the right balance on both of their parts. Yeah. And it was funny. It was funny. I liked it. Yeah. I, it, was, it was really good. And I'm glad it was like, because it would have been easy, especially, you know, with how the show, I think, was originally supposed to be set up. It'd be easy mm -hmm. to kind of to play that as like, oh, like, you're my competition for Tom's affection type deal. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm glad it didn't delve into that. It was just straight up like, I see you. I see the yep. shady stuff that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't appreciate it. And then on the same time, like, I see you. I know you a problem. Yeah, you're getting in my way. Mm -hmm. our, our our views are are against one another. <laughs> um, but Rowan says something this episode that I think maybe I'm too blonde to like realize that that has been said out like outright. But he said like Tom is my mission. Like my mission is to watch Tom. I would have assumed that anyways. However, I'm thinking, am I? Like I didn't assume that. I thought he was just working with Nathan and like doing his bidding. Should I have realized that? <laughs> or like, I mean, yeah, you probably should have. Because <laughs> because they said what episode? I don't remember what number episode that was. But the the episode was the no, it was one. It was one before that one. Mm -hmm. Um, the one where they were making out in Tom's Observatory, mm -hmm. like. Um, at the end of that episode, he's telling like the congressman, you know, like uh, I have another way to get in, you know. Oh, yeah. even before then, like the fact that he did whatever he did to uh, Barclay. Mm, yeah. Like, so yeah. we know that he's been like keeping an eye on Tom this whole time, um, and he he told Tom that you know you shouldn't trust me. Basically, I'm right. out to get you. So mm -hmm. we knew. I will say though that I was surprised that he said it just flat out like that. Yeah, but well, I'm well, but he also said, you know, if y'all lost them and I lost them, that's my ass too. Like, he was like yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, I'm so this show is so good because they really had me questioning Rowan. Like, clearly, he's set mm -hmm. up as the antagonist, but questioning him and like not paying attention to the little stuff. I love true crime, I can pretty much piece together a mystery. But when he said, and this, I was kicking myself for this after, when he said that line about if if I've lost him, I'm in just as much trouble as y'all, I was like, oh, no, nah, he lying. But I'm like, no, like, truly, if yeah. if he's not, like, no, it, it makes sense it that it was mm -hmm. who it was in the end. But mm -hmm. they got me. I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I listen, <laughs> we'll get to it, but yeah, that I they got me too. Yeah, oh my god. Wrong, mm -mm, I was so I'm hoping we get some team up, some Avengers type yeah. stuff going next. So they 
investigate they being rowan zinzi and isaac uh i think zinzi and rowan goes to the observatory um it's been established already that isaac is having these headaches Mm -hmm. and don't really know what to make of them right away but rowan oh this was so good so rowan notices a footprint and they scan it for you know whatever DNA, whatever they did to scan to right. see who it is. That comes up later, which again I took the bait, thinking it was Rowan, and it wasn't. Yeah, it did. <sighs> it did, I, that did feel like it was like you know, oh, I planted that. Don't you see? You know this thing that mm-hmm. that did feel like that. Mm-mm-mm. I do want to say before we go too much too far. Yeah, I really enjoyed the whole uh, that uh, what they, what they call it the side hole protocol. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, made me laugh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Zinzi, I and you know, little things like that go a long way with establishing how close her and Tom are because they mm-hmm. argue every episode to the point where yeah. it is very frustrating. So, having those smaller, um, like what is it, anecdotes or whatever, just things that yeah. only she would know really does go a long way. The side hole protocol is being an override to Barclay so someone else can access him. But specifically based off of, like Zinzi said, you give a side hole a key so they can come and go as they please. Like, what? What is this show? What is this show? <laughs> <laughs> they acknowledge you that. <laughs> oh, my God. See, I, I just say, and mm-hmm. if I can get on my emotional thing for a quick second, like, that's the type of thing that's like outside of. Outside of just the flat out, you know, representational type stuff, like that's mm-hmm. the type of thing that I think that this show does well. Like mm-hmm. it does the whole, you know, sci-fi, and I know everybody compares right. him compares Tom Tony Stark, but the angle that they approach this stuff um, from what are you talking about from blackness, from queerness, or just a different angle. Period. Like mm-hmm. that type of stuff, you don't get nowhere else. Right. And I no, really absolutely, you know, uh, this show doing that. Yeah. Yeah, and to piggyback off that, I appreciate it because this is one show that doesn't feel like it's just stealing shit from Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because let's be honest, the -hmm. culture is constantly stolen and stripped away Mm -hmm. and washed washed and watered down and repackaged Mm -hmm. for the consumption of others. And this show, even with some of the smaller um, comments, even like, was it episode one? About the strong silent top, like just like little, sh- I don't know, just all in all, this show. Say what you will about it, and I'm not even saying you have to like it just because of the representation, but there's you can't deny what's being put into it and what's coming from it, <laughs> if that makes sense. The amount of energy and effort that's put into it. So, regardless to how you receive it, you can't deny that this is genuine, it's authentic, it's not. You know, it, a lot of this, if you if you had some of this stuff coming out the words of the cast of Nancy Drew, it would seem weird. Or right. out of um, Riverdale, it would be weird. Right. Or out of, uh, what's this? <laughs> Whatever, but that's enough examples. But all that being said, I think this is an authentic show. Um, and it strikes the right amount of pretty much everything, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so... I grew up watching uh, Murder She Wrote and stuff like that, where you have to fashion these little, <laughs> these little like weapons and 
figure mm-hmm. figure way out of these tight spaces with like a wrench, a piece of gum, and some sewer water. You know, so like, <laughs> this episode, hey, really did it for me. Um, yeah. yeah, I just I love this show, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Tom is locked up. He has to get out of this room, this big warehouse. Um. It's a desk with a lamp and a broken up razor phone, some type of older phone. Mm-hmm. And the walls have like an electric fence around them, but on the interior. So he can't mm-hmm. just walk out or break the uh break the the stuff. And he uses the camera that's monitoring him and the cell phone pieces to get out. He uses mm-hmm. his brain. Mm-hmm. And when he gets out, he's greeted by this white man in a suit whose name is Garrett. Garrett has a is that a like an electric baton? It's like, like a baton with a with a taser at the end. Is that what that was? I think it's like a taser wand or something. I can't remember yeah. the name, but yeah. And so he has that with a um tablet, an Apple tablet. And he's like, Hey, you're done. You're free to go. But I got this woman whose name is Olivia Pope, and she's on this table in this hospital gown, blindfolded. And you can either save her or save yourself. But if you save yourself, she gone. She did. Um, Silly as shit. And I didn't believe it because I saw an episode of Law and Order where they did this. And that was. (laughs) I'm always suspicious of stuff like that. Yo, I was like, nah, this ain't true. Because I'd be like, I'd be in the thing, be like, tell her to raise up her left arm and touch mm-hmm. her right elbow. <laughs> like, yep. no. Yeah. Speaking tongues. No. Um, I really, <laughs> I didn't trust because I was like, she, I know she in on it. She probably the mastermind. I was like, no, kill her. But he didn't. Uh, spoiler alert, yeah. he didn't. And uh, he was like, all right, I'm going to help her out. Now, this point, I was like, okay, is this true? Is this the same time we've gotten all season? And I was going to say no, but I think though Tom can be an ass and he's a rich, very focused kind of jerk, I think a lot of the scenes, especially those with Lino, if you didn't think this was in his character to like save her, I think that Lino stuff specifically kind of softened him where, again, if you didn't think Tom was capable of this, that he would be someone who's like, okay, I've seen the error of my ways. I can't let this woman just die or whatever. So, yeah, at first I was like, no, nah, I don't know if this is true to the character, but no, I, I do. I do think that is. Um, I think that on. after, if I didn't believe that this was his character before, after last episode, I 100% believe it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, because of the whole Nino thing, you know, coming off of the, the concrete cowboys in the episode before that. And mm-hmm. then the um and then the stuff that happened with Lena Mama in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Then when you add on top of that, um, ooh, I forgot that person's name. The uh, uh, Claire's, oh. Claire's assistant from last episode. Um uh, uh Quinn. You know who Quinn. Quinn. Okay. Quinn. I'm about to, and then with um Quinn like calling him out for you know, basically just being rich and privileged and not thinking about everybody that he that Tom affects. Mm-hmm. I think those things combined really make me like, yeah, he he would do this because we've seen him actively trying to be better. Right. Okay. So I 
think, I don't know for sure, but I might have to eat my words from like the first couple episodes. So my one of my biggest concerns, if you go back and listen to like just the first two or three episodes, is that they're trying to set up Tom as this person who is like irresponsible and terrible and not ready to take over the company. And I didn't doubt it. I just felt like there were not there there wasn't any examples laid out that would support how extreme everyone was being but with all of the growth that we've actually seen in the last few episodes i can walk that back and say mm-hmm. even though i didn't feel that way before the very fact that i can see this growth mm-hmm. shows that something was done right and maybe there's something disconnected from me and i'm not even saying i was completely wrong but i do think there's something to be said that we've just listed all these examples as to why Tom would save that woman versus mm-hmm. the man from the beginning. And yeah. last episode specifically with Violet calming her down, helping mm-hmm. Lena, like that stuff. When I look at that isolated, that does, if I'm looking at it through like a Lorraine parent lens, that does show me that you are stepping up in a way that even if me myself didn't see it, I could see, okay, now you're becoming a man you should be yes. with your father gone or here. Yes. Um, and I think maybe him taking that position as an entry-level employee also maybe added to that. But things are coming together for me now that really yeah. didn't at the beginning. So yeah. kudos to the writer's room. Yeah. Kudos to y'all. Oh, Tom, my man, Tom. Um. So in order for Tom to save this woman, he has to go to a another part of the warehouse that's actually, um, what do they call it? The obstacle horse. Yeah, but what's the other name for that? Oh Lord, I'm trying to make a joke and I don't forgot the name. But that uh, CrossFit. Lord Jesus, <laughs> he has to go to cross, <laughs> CrossFit wing. Um. And this, yeah, it's obstacles. It's tires. It's uh, it's felt grass. It's it's paint. It's white clothes, and I, I liked it because even this felt like it fit. It it a lot of I don't know. I just I, I guess I feel like you run the risk of stuff being really cheap when you have a setup like this. Where okay, we're just in this warehouse. We're gonna do this thing, but this felt very much like okay. I I can see how. As simple as it is, the objective to not get a fully white outfit covered in paint is a little bit more tactical and requires more brain power than just like physical prowess. Like it's 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 interesting because, like you said, on surface level, it could be rich easy. We're like, oh my god, really? Um, but I think it works one because of what you said. Like it's tactical. Like you got to be smart to be able to do this, and two. It feels so genuinely Tom mm-hmm. to be like to be like you know I have to protect my outfit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> and it shows that whoever is in control mm-hmm. does know him. Like you're yep. the first test you're you're playing on his um, genius intellect or mm-hmm. no, or his inventor skills. And this one yeah. on his obsession with his appearance and. Even though it's not an outfit that he would just walk out wearing, it's still like the the stress of the challenge is to not mess up your outfit. You know, yeah. like it is most simple, watered down, plain version. Um, and him figuring it out because for me, I was like, 
Well, just put on the dirty, like put on some clothes, get painted, and then just take them off and have the other one underneath. So, but you know, that's not what they wanted, and that probably wouldn't have been as interesting. So. No, <laughs> it would not. Why would you have them put on more clothes? I look, shoot. Well, no, you're right. My apologies. <laughs> it could have just been naked. Like, if you're naked and you're running around holding the clothes, hey, get it together. Look. <laughs> <sighs> but um, I did enjoy this, and I also enjoyed it because we haven't really – like outside of the observatory, we haven't gotten time like on his own doing stuff. Yeah. Without the distractions of like Claire or news from Justin or being shady to like just him doing his thing like he does. This was yeah. this was this was good. It, it was a good way to, to remind us why this is his show. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah. I think it's easy when you spend so much time like with him being supported by Zinzi, by Isaac, by Lino, by whoever. Um, mm-hmm. it's easy to forget, like, okay, so why is this Tom, why is your Tom Swift again? <laughs> and, but uh, yeah, but, like I'm so like this around us. Oh yeah, this this is why you know he's the main character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. I that he man, seeing this black man hop around in his white clothes celebrating. Mm-hmm. Yelling Kobe like, <laughs> oh, this is this is good. Um, so he does that. He gets the flag, celebrates hard. Uh, Garrett comes out and he's like, "Yeah, you did good." And he's celebrating, talking shit. Yeah, you motherfucker, I got this shit. Like talking shit, like we do. And. Yeah. Shot in the chest with a tranquilizer dart, I think mm-hmm. that's what I was. <laughs> it's just so Tom, if ah, so genuine. Uh, but he gets knocked out, he gets knocked out, and we back to square one. That was a move, that was a move because I feel like I feel I don't know if I said it out loud, but I feel like I said it in my head, like really, bitch? really, yeah, <laughs> yes, after all that, and he didn't. I hate Garrett. Um, <laughs> but one thing in this episode that was very um, funny, interesting, mm-hmm. is Tom continued to get kidnapped. There was not one scene where Tom was not kidnapped. Well, there was. I'm exaggerating. But like he kept getting that bag over his head. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't like the imagery. I <laughs> like, y'all could do something else. Just tell me to close my eyes. Jeez. <laughs> Hello, put a handkerchief on his eyes, maybe. But this whole over his eyes, I ain't like that. That felt mm-hmm. that was anti-black to me. That was <laughs> <laughs> but um, as soon as he gets knocked out, the cavalry comes in. Um, and they had a bomb on Gilead. So Zinzi, <laughs> Zinzi, Ron, and Isaac bust through the dough. Come in the club, shaking their dreads, throwing these balls and busting some heads. And Tom is passed out. And I just this also to the to the credit of the show doing such a good job with Tom this episode. I think when it comes to like the team aspect, this was really good too. Yes. We've gotten missions in the past, but this to me stood out. Like this was yeah. a really good mission. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah, like I like I like the the end of the, like the interplay between all three of them. Like mm-hmm. they come in and Zinzi just like immediately like rushes towards it, like what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, she shows because there's like a syringe or what have you on the ground, mm-hmm. and she's looking at it. She's it's some lettering on it. She's like, what is this? And she shows it to them. And um, Rowan is like, it could be an antidote. Isaac is like, it could be something that's gonna kill him. And mm-hmm. Zinzi's just like. If you die, I'm gonna kill you. If you die, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> it's yes, just, yes. It just hits them with the syringe, and mm-hmm. I think that really show that shows you know that says a lot about um I think about all of their characters. It says mm-hmm. you know that it, one it shows her intelligence because she figures out what the syringe is, and mm-hmm. two it shows like how she's able to kind of so focus on the goal. It mm-hmm. shows, you know, Rowan being like still shady because, you know, why would you just assume that this is yeah. the right thing? And mm-hmm. then it shows what we've been seeing about Isaac since the beginning that he's paranoid pretty much. He's always like, mm, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. What is that? Yeah. I agree. I agree. And um, and then <laughs> got lost for a second. My bad. Um, <laughs> also, having Zinzi be able to recall, hey, this is whatever epinephrine, something she said, but it's later epi-pen. on finding out, huh? You said who? It's, it's epipen, pretty much. There we, yes, yeah, yeah. All intents and purposes, that's what it is. And then later finding that, though she may not have stated it right out, but this is like a memory recalled from when they were children, and mm-hmm. Tom had a attack of some sort, and that was the um the cure, and so. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that because again, you're it's showing me why they're even friends <laughs> for all the yeah. hollering and screaming that they do. And you know, you yeah. argue with friends, and sometimes you might have your seasons where you argue a little bit more. But I do think that these small touches do do a good job at explaining where we are with them too, how they got to this point, and um, why their friendship matters. Yeah. Um, Cause in the other show, it's like, why does this girl even bother with this man? He is an asshole. <laughs> but like, what? I see, I see. I, that's still true. But I, <laughs> I see. Like I think that this episode did really good, like in showing that, like we said, despite all the arguing that they do, that they're still friends. Because mm-hmm. like, when when Zinzi hits him with the epipen and he, you know, finally comes to, mm-hmm. and you know, Isaac and Rowan are questioning her, like, you know, what made you do this? How did you know what this was? And she tells them, you know, oh, this is essentially EpiPen. And they're like, okay. And she's like, he- he'll be fine. He's had worse things inside him. Which. <laughs> yeah, she did say that. <laughs> Only a friend could make that type of joke. Listen, because. Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah. Because I know he kept mentioning Vegas. Like, yes. was it this episode? Oh, boy. It was this episode. Okay. I was like, um, yo, you're absolutely right. And this is where, for me, it was truly solidified that Tom has grown. Mm-hmm. Every argument we've gotten from them two in this episode, some kind of way, stem back to his father, and him being him, Tom being a jerk and not appreciative of Zinzi. When they left, the four of them left that warehouse, and he was in all white, and. They she brought up Zinzi brought up like the fourth um capsule piece that they needed to get to Barton. He's like, My dad has months of oxygen left. We have to save this girl. 
I two things. I was pissed off. So I was like, where the fuck was this attitude for the last five episodes when you was giving Zinzi hell and you could have been a better friend to her? Like, I'm still not excusing that. Yeah. But it also was like, okay, I'm going to accept this as what they're giving us as like now I'm this changed person where though I am focused, I do have to divide my time because dad has months, even though it's not a great situation. This woman has minutes. So I was here for it. Yeah. Yeah. And even and even like kind of again building off of that, like where he said Tom has said in episode before, like, you know, I don't need you. I can I'm Tom Swift, like you'll Mm -hmm. you'll like my dad song. When they're talking about uh, you know, oh how are we gonna save this girl? Yeah, like what are we gonna do? Tom is like, I got you, I got Ah. two black men that love saving my life, so we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when have we gotten that like Man, I don't mean to. Fuck it, I do mean to. When have this scene could truly you could swap out for for white actors, for Indian actors, for Hispanic actors, and the scene would read the same at its core. But when have we ever seen this with some queer black men? Like that, like that line alone. Come on, man. Ah, like I wonder, and this is really dramatic, but I wonder what kind of man that would be if I saw this as a kid. But no, just like having that there, and yeah. I don't know. Let's let's keep going. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna get so toe up, but that was, <laughs> being yeah, this is a different type of action hero. This is a different type of you know tech genius. Like this show is really checking all the boxes. Like even representation aside, where you got the mystery solving, you got the invention, you got the group of friends. Like it's re- it's checking all the boxes that a lot of shows do, but it has this particular, I hate to say it, swag to it. This particular aesthetic, this particular voice that it's coming from. It's like when have we gotten that before? You can't yeah. point to one show or movie that's not indie. And again, this ain't nothing against indie. We love indie over here, but right. something that's made for mass consumption. That gives you that. We just don't. This is the first of its kind. Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo. Um, so yeah, they, they move on to become the Fantastic Four. These uh <laughs> they get into this shield mobile. I don't know, the, the same van that can what I, what is this? <laughs> this mobile closet uh tank unit. And, <laughs> What is happening? But they get in there. Isaac's driving. Zinzi's in the passenger seat. Tom is in the back. Rowan's sitting up, looking him up and down in his ass whooping outfit, watching Tom get changed. And I was like, mm-hmm. y'all did these cuts a little bit too well. Like I was making the season, Jeez. <laughs> something. Send us the HBO Max. Let's let's see what let's y'all go. really trying to do. Right now, let's see what it is because. Insecure gave us a lot of booty meat. So, uh, <laughs> so Tom gets dressed and powers up Barclay. Barclay's like, hold the fuck up. Who's this on your wrist? You're like, man, don't even play Barclay. This is another watch. I'm, I'm forced to wear this or something. And Barclay was like, yeah, how many times have you had to say that? Barclay was shady. Barclay 
was Dorian Corey. Barclay was, <laughs> I don't have to say this, I don't have to tell you ugly. <laughs> you know you ugly. Like, bruh. Barclay, the writing for him, for it, for them, oh, was so good. Um, Barclay, just thinking about stuff that Barclay said when he, when Barclay called to tell um, Isaac about who sent the capsule piece, um, <laughs> Isaac did the phone. Barclay said, "Sino." <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why would you say that? Look, that Levar Burton needs an award. I don't like. Yeah. They all are good, but LeVar, come on. And I think that adds to it. I think that adds to it because mm-hmm. how, when do you hear LeVar Burton calling somebody a side hoe? Like, what? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Yeah, I I this, oh, I just love this show, man. Um, yeah, so kudos to LeVar. Um, what I do want, kind of side note, if this is the only season, even if it's not, um, can we get a reunion special? <laughs> like just the whole cast sitting around and we can host it now. Please, by all means, we get the Cole Tom Swift mm-hmm. reunion special and sit mm-hmm. up and talk with each and every one of them. I want LaVar mm-hmm. up front. I want April Parker Jones so I can ask her, sis, what's up with you and sisters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I even want Nathan up there so I can give him peace of my mind. But <laughs> yeah, I, if we can get a reunion, you know, say CW Cameron, you know, I don't know a lot. Yeah. Um, so, so they the Fantastic Four then go into this warehouse building. We're in a hospital room. It's I want to say makeshift. It is a almost like prison cinder block frame but the interior is like hospital bed yeah. uh hospital posters chairs like it feels like a, a hospital room and they're pretty much told hey this woman she's in another room do what you got to do to help her out tom gets separated from the group the door slams shut and you know our folks is uh is split up and Tom has to make a very important decision that I would have failed this test. I would yeah. not have been recruited because I. <laughs> so Tom is instructed to decide between saving the woman in room one who he's been trying to save and Zinzi, Rowan and Isaac in I'll say room two. He can see both of them on a, a monitor. And there's is it night? What did he say? Nitrous. Nitrous, okay, yeah, is being pumped into the room. Oxygen will be pumped into only one room, and you have to make the decision as to which one. I would have instantly said, My friends, yeah, what is yeah. like, I'm I just, just be honest, yeah, and I was mad that he, like, I'm not watching the show where all of this is playing out. I was really <laughs> mad that he picked the woman because, like, oh, three of the most beautiful people. It's five people in the other room. What you doing? God, yes. But again, the show being smarter than me, the reason behind it was if you could save that lady, fine. He has a relationship with these three people and he's able to build an invention through them Mm -hmm. to then come up with a way to get them out of the room, which that makes total sense. But I was like, nah, kill her. Finish her. Because no, there's no way. Um, That was so smart. That was smart. Yeah. I would have gotten there eventually. 
and I may be even not being genius level like Tom, I would probably even think, okay, it's three of them. Even just by sheer force of their three bodies, they could probably find a way to get out. But emotionally, I wouldn't have been able to. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's what is what is that common like tale fable question? Like, you know, there's a woman on train tracks, but then there's three people on a clip, some kind of something where it's like, okay, choose, you know, sacrifice many to save few or few to save many, or you know, what is it? But that's hard, man. It is. And it's a hard because he had 10 seconds to make that decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. That whoo, that was something else. But he did it. And to the show's credit, not that I am this superior TV watching, I predict everything, but I think they did a really good job because the answer was always the lady because we're watching the show. It's always like his help her. But my issue is the why. And I think with the why and the way he um, worked through the three friends to get a solution worked for me in a way where I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. She got to go. She's doing all this screaming and hollering. Get her out of here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So uh, he gets them to fashion a like drill or a hammer. Yeah. So two things, though. When they were walking up to this place, this facility in that grassy area, and Rowan was last to come down, I said, this is intentional. Because to me, I'm like, oh, he's going to lock them in there. Then he didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Then they get in the room and get separated. And Tom, it's something about the way that Tom was like, if you like just push your weight, um, like a few more hits and you're out of here. And the fact that Rowan went down first, Rowan is bigger than them. So I was thinking Zinzi being the smallest, she should have went down first. I was like, no, nah, Rowan trying to sabotage them. Now that that was that was I was there. I was there. I was like, yeah. mm, 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 mm. hey, <laughs> why why are you the first one down? Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. And you the biggest, and you weren't down because he did try to um, what's this before? The yeah, go through the vent, and there was that like electric, invisible electric thing. He didn't mm-hmm. go down because he was physically hurt. He went down because the effects of the nitrogen was affecting him. I was like, nah, maybe I'm maybe I didn't pass science. Maybe he should have went down <laughs> first, but I don't think so. I think Zinzi should have been the first to go down. But they was, you know, beaten through the wall, saved him, and um got out. Yeah. And Tom was kidnapped again. Yeah. But not before they, they got they they got out to get shot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. No, that is that. How did my mind just completely delete that from my memory? Yes, they got shot. Red dots <laughs> and everything. Like, they were shot. Um, <laughs> my reaction was Tom. You been telling me I just bought this for nothing? Like, what? We, I just did what you said. Like, I saved them. You didn't say I couldn't save my friends, but we got the oxygen in there. We got them out, and yet we still... Can't win for losing. What is happening? What is the point? What's the point? Please. I hated this. I, <laughs> oh, we got a little shot of Rowan's. Hey. Jesus Christ. Objectifying these dang people. <laughs> oh, me. But so they 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 know what type of show they make. I'm not I'm not worried about this. So yeah. <laughs> Um, black squid games come in and shoot them all. 
um, tranquilizer. They down, and Tom's kidnapped again. And then he wakes up at home. I I was stressed. This bothered me. A lot of this bothered me, but not in a bad way, like in the best of ways. I was very angry and upset. One thing I will say is this episode truly subverted a lot of my expectations, but mm-hmm. some stuff I was able to catch on to. What I am going to say for sure until somebody from the show proves me wrong is that that was Lino's voice that he heard speaking Mm-hmm. And so Tom wakes up, pulls the mask off his head. He runs downstairs and we hear Garrett's voice and it mm-hmm. could be Garrett throughout or maybe a blend of both of this. But I swear I heard Lino's voice. Like and, when I when I rewatched it, I I heard it and I heard Lino and I was like, I don't know if that's like intentional. Like, I don't you know. Consider how it ended up. I don't know if that's intentional. Yeah. I don't know if. They were just like, oh, well, make sure this man gets the money for this episode. So I haven't have him read these lines. Hey. <laughs> like, what was happening? But yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I was definitely like, I know I'm not crazy. And that's what had me kind of second guessing. And it and see, I hate that this stuck out to me because now I'm like, Violet said you're a cyborg or whatever she said. Like, so this is like. Is this just happenstance, like, give this actor these lines, or is this intentional? And if it is, does is Lino already part of the group? Like, what? I'm stressed, because <laughs> Tom walks down this corridor or this promenade of Black history mm-hmm. and gets a lot of... This show, if they don't do nothing, they're going to give you a history lesson. Yeah. And it was teach- done well. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. This was done well. This this episode, it was more, um, it was bigger than the lessons we've gotten in the past about the black astronaut and the black cowboys. But this one, though bigger, went with the mood and the feel of the episode. It wasn't out of place. Um, after the history lesson, Garrett pops up and he's like, hey, Negro, black people been through a lot. And Tom is like, I'm finna whoop your ass. <laughs> I wonder what would have happened if he had a guy close enough to connect before the reveal was made. <laughs> because you playing a dangerous game. Um, it turns out that Garrett is not Garrett because Garrett died in, in what was it, 58 or something? Garrett died years ago, decades yeah. ago. And this actually is an image-inducing collar from X-Men or something. And it's Lorraine. Lorraine Swift has been pulling the strings this whole time. Do you know how loud I yelled? I I yelled so loud. Lorraine. We're going to have to start this up because you, what you're not going to do, I'm still not okay with this. I'm not, I'm not like, Yo, like I tweeted, I tweeted, um, doing the I was like, girl, what? And that's exactly what I said when I said, girl, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what are you me? doing? What are because, you doing? Because, um, my thought going in was that this is gonna end up being Justin. 
And I felt mm. like solidified in that when they got to the observatory and it was all trash and I messed up because I was like, who okay. has access to this? Who's been in this? Nobody but that bad and Rowan. And Rowan is standing right here. So, yeah. So, even like the first time I watched this and I heard, you know, the voices when he was coming down the hall of history, mm-hmm. I was trying to listen. I was like, is that Justin's voice? Like, is, mm. is, is that what it is? It's like, is he explaining, like, this is why we did this type of deal? Yeah. But then it turned to Lorraine. Hmm. And I watched to see was it going to turn again, and it didn't. So it was huh. her. <laughs> then I was like, girl, what? What are yes. you doing? What are you going through, lady? <laughs> you have been stressing all of us out for six episodes. What the hell? I was so mad at Lorraine. I was so mad at her. She goes on to explain that, you know, this is part of an initiation and about the the trials and tribulations that black people have been through. And that even though the Tubman group is this public entity with dealings and whatnot, that there is a hellfire in a circle where, you know, the Illuminati play, because that's what it's not like to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Which makes all of her actions make more sense from the beginning. Because I was definitely like, what are you talking about, Lorraine? <laughs> like, he missed one thing. And so it makes me not as upset with the Tubman group lady. But kind of, no, I ain't giving her no passes. That first episode, regardless of if it's yeah, in a circle yeah. or not, since his dad died, we were at a funeral. Oh, he's not ready. Which I, I get it. Because maybe because the dad died, he just showing he like I get that, but like we were at a funeral for his dead dad. Like, calm down, Tuckman group lady. Um, but yeah, this reveal. Go ahead, what yeah, you it, got? Cause, it threw me for a loop because like when Lorraine started explaining, like you said, it put into context why she was so gung ho about you know like you got to be this person that would have you, and. In hindsight, it may hmm. also kind of make, uh, we may answer a question that we had and make something make sense. Because you remember, I think it was the first episode mm-hmm. um, when they got into it about something and Lorraine was like, I see now I'm going to have to do this myself. Yeah. We were saying like, so are you going to like run the company yourself? What are you mm-hmm. doing? Now I'm wondering if she meant then that she was going to end up having to build, you know, the planet black in the sky. Mm-hmm. It could be that. And I would even go so far as to say when she said I'm going to have to do it myself, it's probably even in my head canon referring to this, these trials. Um, mm-hmm. Because that conversation she had with him was mm-hmm. after he talked to Justin. In her explanation, mm-hmm. she said, I'm trying to push you more towards Justin so you can be surrounded with people who I know would be able to take care of you, which lets, lets mm-hmm. me leads me to believe Justin is already in the inner circle. Yeah. Or yeah. at least close to. I think he is. So that, hey, y'all did yeah. that. Y'all did. Y'all and did that. Go, go ahead. I, 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 know, I was just going to say that... Um, it even makes me wonder. I was like, so is sis, is, is this what you're doing when you're not being mind controlled by Claire? Is you out Come here? On. I'm gonna say you out here pulling B613 moves huh. <laughs> to support black people. Yeah. And also come on, come on, come on. Are you being mind, now I'm wondering, are you being mind controlled by Claire? Are you setting this up? Like what's happening? Come on. Because 
I my first thought was I'm willing to accept all of this. What I'm not willing to accept is that true. You can do all of this shit, build a, a planet in the sky. You could fly twice as high. Take a look at <laughs> in a book, reading Rainbow, but you can't recognize that Claire is poisoning you. I refuse to. I I, I refuse to accept that. So to your question, are you even being mind controlled? Like. Because- because because think about it, like the only like really detrimental thing that she did was she signed off on like um um conservatorship guardianship yes, that, pretty much which we find out this episode directly led to her seeing that he that tom was ready for the inner circle so now i'm wondering like did you do this of your own did you actually do this of your own accord because it's a part of the test mm-hmm. what what's what's the truth claire Claire, what's the truth, Lorraine? And I'm going to go so far as to say that this show, How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal, are in the same universe. I don't care. <laughs> they are. There's been a President Fritz somewhere, I don't know what year, maybe in the early 2000s, but I feel like the events of Scandal did happen in this universe, and so did How to Get Away with Murder. Um, yeah, so that was my issue with Lorraine and Claire is like, how are you still being whatever? Um, did she explicitly say that? Bar- no, she did because that's why he was going to space. Okay, that he's in the inner circle. Yeah. Um, they all went through their little hair week, apparently. So, look, and I love that. I hate that Zinzi had to go through it this way, but I'm also happy that she's like included. But I guess now my concern when it comes to Zinzi is. Y'all have gone above and beyond to take care of her. Were you not grooming her for the same trials? Because she's like, I tried to push you more towards Justin, but I see you already have your own group, as if Zinzi and Isaac weren't really um, viable or valid to them. Like, am I over? Am I reaching? Or does that make. I understand what you're saying. Mm hmm. I could see them coming to that conclusion about Isaac, particularly with the events with how Lorraine reacted to the last episode. Mm-hmm. I maybe this is just I don't want to believe that, but I don't right. think that I don't think that Zinzi would have been just like completely and totally excluded. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's one of those things where like okay, if this shit don't work out, work out with Tom. Let's see if we can get it with her, and if it don't work with either of them, okay, whatever. See, and then that oh, go ahead, my bad, my bad. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, but then that even leads me to like, where's Lino and all this? Like, he's probably not of age enough to join. But are you grooming him that to do this? My, that that would be my bet. Um, that it's just because he's not of age, and it could be, you know, it could be that they that because she did say that you know we want you to build it. So it could be that they weren't really intending on any of them doing it until mm-hmm. like Tom showed that he was smart enough to like, oh, you could actually be of use. Yeah. Oh, wait. Damn, this was a good episode. Shit. There's not and the funny thing is that even the things that I'm critiquing and have critiqued in prior episodes have been explained or at least given context to with this one. So any, like how I know we rated maybe a little lower in past episodes Mm -hmm. with this knowledge now, 
I would probably raise some of those ratings because of this was this explanation was done so well where it didn't feel like it was a retcon like oh you never met Nancy Drew and Nancy Drew was a robot it didn't feel like something tagged on thing it felt like very intentional yes develop like oh this show is so freaking good and this is I saw I don't remember if it was Cameron or if it was someone or just the general writers room but somebody tweeted out like we've had this like this particular plot point in mind like since the beginning so mm-hmm. I'm with you I kind of want to go back and rewatch the earlier episodes to see can I see like some hints towards this sort of like resolution yeah absolutely because this is done so well and now I'm even more excited like I'm a Justin fan but not like I am for other characters but knowing that he has a part in this where like he was right in our face mm-hmm. now what happens that Tom is in the know what yeah. kind of what kind of relationship do we have now and like not even to be like gross about it but our sexual romantic situation was that just to get you close not to deceive you but to get you close so me and Lorraine can then you know do what we want to do or is it like just that remain do you still have that I, I see what you're saying but mm-hmm. now I'm wondering this like I I think I agree with you that mm-hmm. uh that Justin is already in it and you know this is like part of that type of thing but what if he's not mm. what what if she was like Lorraine was trying to push her towards Justin to get mm-hmm. both of them in the same way that she got Tom, Zinzi, okay. um, Isaac, and so on and so forth? Yeah. So it could even be that type of situation. And Indeed. also, 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 what does that mean for Roman? Listen, he's a double agent now. At this point, you oh, yeah. and and I say that because. That we could have had this episode without him. Not that he's not important and we didn't love it, but just thinking about this is a TV show, everything is intentional, nothing is an accident. We could have literally switched him out for Justin and let Justin go through this. But the mm-hmm. very fact that we included um Rowan in and now going forward, he gets the golden ticket too. You know, having to pick sides, is the Tupman group big enough to like protect him against the rollback? Exactly. Are they double A other double agents that Hispanic man about exactly. <laughs> to beat up everybody? Is he also you know like so I oh you're right. That's because that was that was my that was my biggest question, like after that whole like conversation, what have you like? Mm-hmm. So so because she Lorraine very clearly said that all of them were included um now and you know we put all them back in their cars, everybody be fine. It's like so even on Tom's end, Tom, Isaac, all of them, like y'all know he wrote first for the road back. Are you mm-hmm. sure that's what y'all want to go with? I mean, I mean, but that but also keep in mind, he's like he said, I sent you the fourth capsule, the third capsule piece. Yeah. I just try not to get killed, so it, it I couldn't let you know it was me. Um which why did he send it to the job? But whatever. Which is like I mean that that may have been the only place he knew to send it to, but mm-hmm. like even even that even that even that like, did you do that to get his trust, hmm. or did you do that out of the goodness of your heart because you know he's actually looking for this? Like, 
Everybody's because, a liar. Hold on, hold on. Something else has popped. Something else has popped into my head. Come on, because give also, it to him. Um, if Rowan knew to send him the castle piece back, does that mean that Rowan knows that Barton is alive? And if Rowan knows that Barton is alive, are we gonna have to go to space to make sure Barton, the rest of Barton, ship will get blown up? Baby, if we go to space in episode uh 10 and do a true <laughs> fantastic four, I'm for it. I don't even care. Just give me that, give me space travel and give me Lino stowing away and just give it all to me. Give I'm with it. I don't even care. I do not care. This is a science fiction show with space and, and all that cosmos. So yes, I'm with it. I'm with it. I I I I'll accept it. I don't I want it. I think, I think what ex what excites me most. I mean, yes, of course, there's the there's the you know the history aspect. Shout out to you mm -hmm. know everything they talked about, you know, mm -hmm. um, black women and childbirth and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I, I, as as far as the context of the show, what I think that it really really excites me about this episode is like what this could do as far as like the narrative going forward. Yeah, because we have thrown a whole bunch of wrenches mm -hmm. into this. And, I was like, mm -hmm. and I'm curious as to see which one of them we're going, we're going to pull on. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that they were able to get this one over on us. Mm -hmm. and every, I, I can assure you, anybody watching this who has not been affiliated with the show, like on a payroll level, did not see this stuff coming. No. I, I, no. I, can, I, can, I can stick by that probably a thousand percent. You may have guessed that there like a piece of it, but the way all of this laid out from like the critiques we had in the earlier episodes, you can't tell me that somebody just knew yeah. that if you yeah. weren't, you know, affiliated with the show. But I know they love seeing us go crazy in them dang on tweets. I know they, they just eating that up. <laughs> Hold up. So the episode ends. Um, Isaac wakes up from the tranquilizer. He gets a call from um from Lorraine, and she's like, Hey. I know, you know, we got to talk. I got to explain everything to you. He Next scene, he goes to Rowan's car. Rowan wakes up. He explains, hey, what's up with the capsule piece? I'm trying not to get killed by whatever. Next, we see the Swift Mansion Man or whatever. Then Zinzi walks into the observatory, and Isaac is passed out on the ground. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> so, when I take the Twitter to cuss out the writer's room, and call him everything but a child of God. Cameron in the writers' room want to ask, "Oh, you're like Isaac, girl." And I know they were playing with it. See, this is how emotionally invested in the show I was. Do not judge me, y'all. These are people who wrote the show. These are people who've been watching us for the last six weeks. When Cameron made that comment, "Oh, y'all like Isaac" or something to that effect, I genuinely was like, "Does it?" I was thinking, oh, he must not know we like Isaac. So I went on this long tweet, like, do you not understand? This is like, I know I look like a crazy person. And I was like, once I hit scene and it was out there, I was like, oh, you need to turn off the TV because that was intentional. That was like, that was a joke. Yes. Fucking relax. Do you know? I was. I'm not even taking a tweet now. If y'all can find it, find it. But I, I meant that. I was like, do you not understand? Did you see what I did last episode? I made a GoFundMe. And it's, I was like, you really need to relax because none of this is real. <laughs> this people have a good old laugh. Like, oh, he thought we were serious. 
I mean, they shared that in the group chat for sure. Like, do you see this food? Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, let me um let me relax because <laughs> this show has ruined me. <laughs> I was out. very invested. Oh my god. And I'm not even ashamed. I whatever, I was mad. <laughs> but like I said, once I hit sin and I like sat with it for a few seconds, I was like, "Oh yeah, you're not you're not smart. You couldn't be in the crew because you are truly upset at something that was clearly a joke." So, sorry y'all, or <laughs> for the laughs. <laughs> I was mad. Um, oh, how how we feeling? How you feel? <laughs> It was it was it was a roller coaster. Like them, yeah. um, those last couple of minutes, like I was sitting. I'm usually sitting on my couch in front of my TV. I was sitting on the floor in front of the television. Like I, please explain, please make this make sense to me because I don't know how we got here. Um, you're muted. My bad. Um, I do. <laughs> you see, look, they still got me going crazy. Um, I'm, I was agreeing with you, everything you said. I think um, the only other thing that I like and then don't like, but they're both good that I like and don't like it, is that Tom had an older sister um, who, because Lorraine didn't get the, the care she needed at being, I think she was diabetic at childbirth. Because uh, a lot of women, well, black women, I don't know about all women, um, uh, when they get pregnant, for whatever reason, don't ask me the science, I just know this because I know people who has happened to, they become diabetic while they're pregnant. Uh, my mom was like that. Uh, I think one of my aunts and then my sister, something like that. I don't, I don't know the science. But all that being said, she was explaining like how they did not give her the care that was needed and did not believe her, which led to him losing his sister, which I look for her name, I think it was Alexandria. It is. It's, is it was Alexandra because which... <laughs> His middle name is Alexander. Mm, mm, look at see black people be. Let me tell you something about us. We gonna we gonna give you a name, be it a nickname, middle name, first name. You gonna get a name that means something or connected mm-hmm. to somebody else. Cause all my names, uh, my two middle names and my first name is after my uncles. So no, yeah, I um uh, I hated hearing that story, but I'm happy that that story was out there. And this yeah. show now through this episode makes me feel okay. Let me explain when I say this. the way I felt about Lovecraft Country, and I know that there are different viewpoints about the show and the quality and you know the story overall, especially after it's all been aired. But I think when you get that show that had that one season that was black as hell dealing with fantasy mystery black lore things of that nature even if you didn't like everything about the show that's another show that i feel like you can't deny like it had its impact um and so i feel the same way about that show that i do about this one where you're touching on a lot of things that maybe oh if i'm gonna sound a little i don't know maybe hotepian or maybe what but like this isn't the consensus or the view that is usually shown when it comes to us. A lot of time when you get history, it's it's incorrect yeah. because it's written from the viewpoint of the victors, of the folks in power and in charge. And you get stories like this that are buried, but that happen so often to the point where people can then excuse racism and slavery and everything else. Like, oh, this didn't happen. Mm, 
but it did. So I wow. think that with this show having the this episode in particular, it gives me that Lovecraft Country feel. Where like, yeah, it's two different genres, but they were both black as hell, and in a lot of their delivery on a lot of things was very black. Yeah. And was not shying away from the traumatic and scary and hard parts of being black and black history. And I don't know. I just, I don't want this show to end. I'm very sad. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a thousand percent with you. You know, um, like I have my own, you know, my own feelings about Lovecraft Country. But hmm. I agree with you. Like what you said, like. No, no matter how I felt felt about it, the fact that mm -hmm. the show that show like got people talking about sundown towns, mm -hmm. I, I like that, like you know, that's that's an important thing, important conversation that people were able to have because that show presents mm -hmm. it to us. I could mm -hmm. only I can only hope that a fraction of the things that the show touches on, you know, starts up conversations within people because that whole uh, especially at this moment, mm -hmm. I'm going to you know dating this or whatever but especially in this moment i think those conversations about you know um black women and childbirth mm -hmm. important to have absolutely i don't know if you caught this and i'm not 100 sure if this is what the show was trying to say either but mm -hmm. when i rewatched it and i watched tom and lorraine having that conversation mm -hmm. um they play when Lorraine is explaining everything, they play like the sound or whatever of from that he heard when the woman was mm -hmm. in the room, and yep. he turns up, that was you. Mm -hmm. I think I missed it the first time, but when I rewatched, mm -hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I." So, so to jump on that really quickly, what I thought when I heard that is that that was footage of Lorraine as a young person, but it turned out to be someone who's part of the inner circle but i was like mm -hmm. oh if that had just been foot like that would have been i probably would have cried i'm not even gonna hold you up i probably would have cried like mm -hmm. i thought that same thing at first when i rewatched it now i'm sitting here wondering like or oh, was it just which is almost as bad like audio. what is, is that just the audio yeah mm. this is this is heavy this because in it, and it, it 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 really puts it into context, like because in that moment, like Tom just completely breaks down, and mm -hmm. like I just I <laughs> I'm not gonna get myself emotional, but like I just put put myself in in in, in that place. Oh. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand, because yeah. wow, wow, this was a stellar Ooh. episode. Like it it Ooh. like I said, we. Earned this. If you watch from episode one to now, you truly earned every explanation, everything that was given in this episode. And it was done so well where, again, it didn't feel like a retcon. It felt like this was what this was on purpose. It yeah. never, it makes Lorraine's actions make so much sense. Except for that, Claire. I'm still mm, jury still I'm out on this Claire. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it definitely made the show for me. And the fact that we still have three more episodes to go. Wait, this was episode six? Four? Yeah. Seven, so we eight, got nine, four ten. more episodes to go. Like, what do you mean, Tom Flip <laughs> writer's room? What do you mean, Cameron? Like, what the, What are you talking about? 
Can't nobody we have me to nothing. <laughs> that we, we have to go to space. That's the only way else we can go at this point. I mean, truly, that and or introduce the multiverse in Tom Swift. Because at this point, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, unless we get a big in-game style battle between the Tupman group and the rollback, I don't want it. If unless we go to space, I don't want like there's no, truly I'd be happy if the next four episodes is everybody going to the mall because y'all y'all <laughs> kill me with this one. But God, oh yeah. my feelings was hurt. I went through all the motions. I, I whatever. This was great. Um what I don't know. <laughs> like this was just good. Um, let's see. Do you do you want to do the favors now? We got we have quite a few comments. Um, let's let's do these. Oh, 52 Lord. Okay, so um, Harry Hawk, what's going on? He's here. Uh, <laughs> he says I'm rating this ten out of ten. I heard that. Uh, great acting, absolutely. Um, let's see. So Harry says there should have been an episode this good by episode two or three. I let me see how do I put this? I wish they all could be this great, but I think that because this episode did a lot of heavy lifting and not on its own, you needed those first like villain of the week setting up care like you needed that in the first few episodes because if we had got this. Episode one, like, where do you go from there? Like, yeah. you, you can't give me a season if you give me <laughs> like, unless, hey. So I, I agree with you, but it would have to be on a much smaller scale. Um, but I'm, I'm content with what we got now. When I sleep on it a little bit more, I may come back and be like, yeah, maybe episode four should have. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I really, of course, not to the level of this, but I feel like I mm. really enjoy episode two because episode two was the one with the dusty darkness right yes yes because that's when we first had to get yeah mm-hmm. okay so i, I enjoy, the the one that comes closest to this one for me is mm-hmm. that one so i think that one was pretty good i can see that because there is those flashbacks as meeting uh with the wig named camille was that the name mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's you know it was yeah so i i could see that too um yeah i could definitely see that uh, Harry says, I really felt their social media team was far more active this past week than prior to the recent news. Okay. See, for me, I just be, I got them all as um, alert. So I just, whatever they say, then I got a whole section set up that's just all times <laughs> with affiliated people. So I don't know. I look at that so much that I don't know <laughs> if yeah. I agree with this. Not because you're wrong. It's just because I already have something set up to just look at them. So maybe my lens is colored because I, like, I see them all the time. So, um, oh, I like this comment. Harry says this felt like the Southern black version of Kingsman. That's good. I like that comparison or that. Yeah, comparison. That's right. Words. Um, I, think I, I think I think I push back a bit against the Southern, but yeah. Well, yeah, because they're in New York, right? Something like that. Where are they? They're somewhere. Like in the Midwest somewhere. Rich people, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'll push back against Southern too, just because we know Zinzi was in Atlanta. 
And like, right. if you're going to say, oh, you spent this time in Atlanta, like you're nowhere near Atlanta, if that's the case. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. Right. No. But yeah, I do. I like the Kingsman reference. I like that. Um, okay, here he says, how do you feel about the Marcus Garvey reference building a separate uh, country? Feels more like a rollback than a roll forward. Well, I'm going to say I agree. Now, not with Harry, like you're entitled to your opinion, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I agree with the building a separate country and only because, well, not only because, but a big part is because going back to Lovecraft Country. In Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country for season two, Misha Green released some of the concepts, ideas, maps, and whatnot that clearly stated that season two would show the America split up into different segments. And black folks had their own space. White folks had their own. And I think Asian people, too. There was another space that was um, like yeah. out west. And I would like to see what type of space that is. What type of stories come from that? Only, and that's because when we do get science, well, pretty much anything in entertainment, a lot of times it is through the white lens. It's through the lens of what you know, what's acceptable to white folks. How would they perceive this? So I think your critique or your question is valid, but I still want to see it. I think that having that separate, okay, twofold. Is every black person going there, or is it just these elites? Because that's also something to keep in mind. Is it just the inner circle? Because I'm all for building your own space because we already know how things were getting treated down here and that. And I also like that because they did it in a way that did not really center and focus on the trauma that we get from police brutality and X, Y, and Z. They are giving us a lot of history lessons. They're giving us, I think, the Lorraine story about the pregnancy was the most trauma that we've gotten and it wasn't an on-screen beating by a police officer it's very much this is the history this traumatic thing is a historical thing that happened and that is happening to this day and that's partly why we're building this space it wasn't like episode three this is the police violence episode yeah man now we gotta go so i see what you're saying but i i you yeah and the the again, I don't remember if it was Cameron or the general writers room, but um, they said that they specifically did not want to do that. That whole like this is the this is the yeah. message episode, you know. They specifically tailored that, and then just to just kind of piggyback off what you're saying, um, mm-hmm. when Lorraine, well, we know now it was Lorraine was given like the whole history thing, talking about what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think about what's currently happening with x-men to kind of give it like a sci-fi fantasy thing like we're going to pack up and we're going Mm -hmm. to go over here because we're sick of y'all treating us like shit it was like you know it's like so yeah yeah, you know um i think that's i think that's a valid response um and i also think it's it's it says something that they're positioning the turban society and the road back um, differently from each other because what the road back seems to be trying to do is to kind of to just bring everybody down whereas the Tubman mm-hmm. society is like, you know, we're just going to just insulate and protect ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not mad at that. I just want to know in its execution who becomes collateral damage. That's is a good point. You're not the right type of black you're not yeah. passing the paper bag test. You don't have the right amount of money. That's where my issue will fall in. It's not necessarily that they're creating this 
um, Zion in space, this Wakandan mm-hmm. nation, this Akaro. Um, yeah, it would be more or less that. But that's that's good, but Harry. Good um, observation. What is ha- like? I, words are really working against me today. So <laughs> sorry about that. Um, he says I felt Marcus uh, found the watch very quickly. Don't be calling Isaac Marcus, but I get what you mean. <laughs> uh, found the watch very quickly, but it's hard to tell. You know, I I thought that too. And some stuff I, because I consume so much media, even separate from this podcast, I have to really manage my expectations at times. Where I'm like, okay, this is a show. They have 26 minutes, or they have 45 <laughs> minutes. They have to get from point A to point B. Some stuff is just so for I'm. I'm with you, Harry, but I was like, you know what? We only have yeah. X amount of time <laughs> because yeah, Zinzi was also just sitting in a car. like So, you know, I could be like, well, where was she coming from? Why was she just sitting there? So, but yeah. yeah. Um, ooh, I like this one. So Harry says, the big question is, does the rollback know about Tubman Society? And did the Tubman Society know about the rollback? Hmm. I think, I think yes. Oh, go ahead, go you ahead. What you think? I think no. You think no? Oh, okay. Come on. Well, no. You okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. So the main reason why I think no is because of how Lorraine reacted to mm. Barton Steele being alive. I feel like if they knew about them, they would have known that was a possibility. Okay. Okay, okay, you brought me on your side because I was initially thinking the Tubman group knew about the rollback, but the rollback didn't know about the Tubman group um, mm-hmm. because the Tubman group is more insulary. Like they publicly are known as this black group, but the mechanics on the inside and in the inner circle are hidden from folks, even time up until this episode. True, so I true. assume they knew about the rollback in like, you know that they didn't want but no now that you say that like out loud i think that makes sense that neither one of them know about each other <laughs> they both yeah. so secret that they don't know <laughs> about each other so hey they working the pr is working uh okay yeah he says because we'll all hang on rowan and if he's a double an agent double agent triple agent no you're right you're right yeah come on harry with the boy you Listen. better say that but yeah no 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 <laughs> um Rowan would be the nexus between the two groups because Lord, I want Rowan's backstory. (laughs) What has this man been through? Hey, you know, for different reasons, I see. No, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I want to see what's up with Rowan, though. We do get an Isaac story, (laughs) but uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, was mom planning to the test sooner, but time. Kept being a no-show. Mm, we know uh, we now know what his responsibilities are to the Tubman Society. I I wonder. I would say no, but not. I would say no only because the things that she was asking him to show up for. But I don't. Well, no, because he got kidnapped from the Cotillion, so that was a thing she asked him to show up for. Um. So now I don't know. So is. Basically, like he get kidnapped in the Like if he, um, say in episode one, he was supposed to come give some speech. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the question is like, if he had shown up for this speech, would they have taken him then? Um, mm-hmm. maybe. See, 
Uh, perhaps because in, in the other thing that I feel supports that is the fact that we met Justin and I, I just, I can't get Justin off my mind mm. because he was mentioned by Lorraine as being like an ally. She wanted to push him towards. So perhaps, perhaps maybe, 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 maybe. um, I had an easy, <laughs> yes, Harry. Yes. Take off all the clothes. So in reference to the, uh, paint on white outfit, Part of the trials and tribulations, <laughs> Harry says, "I has an I had an easier solution to no paint on clothes. Take off all this clothes. Yeah, take those off. Take them off. <laughs> we all wanted it. Take it off, Tian. No. <laughs> uh, so Andrea Sanze says, "I spent the last two weeks saying there wouldn't be a show without Isaac Rosenzi helping. So him. Uh, so it was cool to see him use his intellect with limited resources. Yeah." I agree. And you did say that. You did say that. So I do agree. I'm glad that they were able to show that Tom is capable mm -hmm. even without other people, though it don't be seeming like it all the time, but he definitely is. And ah, something else I want to see. Andre says, I want that Vegas prequel. What happened? Zinzi and Tom in Vegas. Because <laughs> Zinzi seems to have forgot, but Tom has not. Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, to my comment earlier, um, Andre also chimes in. What kind of man would I be if I saw this as a kid? Yes, that's precisely why we need this show. And I don't know. It's just I, I, I think I'm getting more emotional. Okay, so I don't know how to kind of verbalize this, but there, I'm someone who has never truly been like starstruck by celebrities. Um, and I mentioned that because I've you know I've met a few. Um, over the course of my life. And it wasn't until Chadwick Boseman's death, like in my adult years, that I really like felt yeah. emotions. And I'm still not crying about it, but it's still, you know, when I think about it at times, it does hit me. So that being said, I, I think that it is safe to say that to get that emotional reaction from someone who I'd never met, I just watched from afar, enjoyed their artwork, their artistry, had something like this have been like playing or in the zeitgeist or just on TV or somewhere when I was a kid or much younger, be teenager or whatever, it probably would have changed um, a lot. And not just yeah. for me, for just other people. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I think about, you know, uh, when I was a kid, one of the first shows I watched, like I can remember vividly, like sitting down and watching live action shows at least was mm -hmm. uh the famous jackson mm, okay which, mm -hmm. uh, if you're unfamiliar it's basically a show about this black kid he's a superstar he stars in this science fiction show called silverstone as silverstone mm -hmm. he decides that he's going to move back you know to his hometown and move the production back there because he wants to be with his people so the mm -hmm. show is all about sort of like what that looks like for him being this big celebrity in this small town trying to go to school and live a normal life um and then it's always intercut with like things that are going like him filming the show so we see like okay. scenes from the show interacting with the actors and so on and so forth that was one my first celebrity crush i didn't realize that at the time but looking back hey. it was um and two, that was like one of the first like black kid black boy especially that i had ever saw on like, a tv show and i still vividly remember like several of those episodes stuff that went on you know things that happen in the show 
And that's just me just gravitating just based off of the black aspect. So I just mm -hmm. wonder, like you said, like wonder like how I would have latched on to something like this that mm -hmm. represented all of who I was. Yeah. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. Because when a lot of your identity is wrapped up in politics of like, is this acceptable for kids or not, just by nature of existing, nobody's... This show, even taking the sex with Justin out of the show, the show reads the same. Like, yes. so I just... So no, no, you're absolutely right. Like, this... Oh, my God. I don't know. This is needed. Like, Needed, man. Oh my God. Uh, Andre follows up with yes, send it to HBO so we can explain <laughs> some black men bodies. Boy, go somewhere. <laughs> uh, but um, he also says that Barclay is Tom Sass turning the ones and zeros. No, absolutely. Right. I love that. I and even and oh, I'm so old. I can't remember if this was said explicitly or not, but I do like the idea that Tom, much like us watch reading rainbow and you just attached to that voice and then made yeah. that the voice of your <laughs> it best friend like because why wouldn't you between him and mr rogers of course it's um, it's one of them and of course mm -hmm. i'm choosing the black one like so oh my god but and then here go harry second the uh, vegas prequel yes indeed yes indeed um <laughs> Harry says it was nitrogen, not laughing gas. Look, I've had laughing gas. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. Um, at for, Andre says that first I thought that lady was clear and wanted Tom to not complete the mission. Oh, that black woman with that 4B, 4C hair. <laughs> but I'm with you. If it was clear, no. Nope. Let <laughs> <God>, I suffer. <laughs> um, Yes. Oh, and Harry, thank you. That was it. It's called the trolley problem. Who do you pick to die? That's and I, I couldn't remember, but I, I, I can see it vividly in my head. So yeah, that's absolutely yeah. it. Like, which one do you choose? Somebody got to die. You got to pick which one. So, yeah. Up oh, go, Andre. Same thing. The trolley problem. Send the train across the track where three people are tied or diverted to a track with only one person. Absolutely. And they, they killed it. Pun intended. They killed it with this one. So. Um, Andre says, I thought Rowan was faking as some kind of distraction. Yep, he got us all. He got us all. Also, <laughs> Harry says, Rowan going down seemed to foreshadow that he uh, has some illness or something or he was experimented on. Mm. What you know, think? something is wrong because Lorraine said that uh, the fact that he went down so easily because they she explained that they had diluted the nitrogen, so it wasn't really gonna kill him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the fact they said the fact that he still went down, there was like, you know, that that suggests that there was something else going on with his lungs like beforehand, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. takes me back to the thing I keep going back to him talking about where he come from, come from a place that's not all that pretty. Um, I need his backstory, not even mm -hmm. just for my selfish reasons. Like yeah. I need. Feel like to really kind of flesh out his character. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And even with Isaac, I feel this, and not just because I like Isaac, but with the yeah. events of this episode with him passing out on the flow, like even that, I know we get either his backstory or a episode devoted to him next episode. So I'm looking forward to that. But I want the same for Rowan for that same reason. Like, what is happening? Like, is Zizzy and Tom the only healthy people on this show? Because <laughs> Like everybody else is going through it. Everybody. Um 
Andre, okay. Talking about I called the twist from the beginning. The beginning of the episode or the beginning of the season? Like the beginning you need of the by yourself. I don't I don't believe of, that. The, the, he called it from the beginning of her talking when he heard right. her voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when she opened her mouth and showed her face. That's what you believed it. Boy, get out of here. Uh, um, um here you go. I called who was behind it and why. Okay. Um, uh, hold up. And then here he says, Andre, you did. I don't know what y'all got going on. No. So Andre says, yep, she did say I'm trying to push you towards Justin. He go, oh, Lord. Andre says, that means that Justin is part of our salvation. Go away, friend. Go away. <laughs> but we see who actually came through. Mm-mm. But where is th- that's Now, this is really going to make me mad because I get what we got and I love what we got. But like, where is Justin in all this? Like, if you fast track this trials squid game initiation, where is Justin? <laughs> Him and Lino been gone. Like, they just the light skin folks just couldn't show up this episode. Huh? <laughs> Good lord, get let them breathe soon. Um. Let's see. Okay, so uh, Harry says, I think what she signed was giving access to time files, data, systems, etc. Yes. No, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because um, she had that little room with the lock on it and all that. Yeah. Uh, how is she getting mind control? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Harry also says, Zinzi um, isn't being accepted as uh, significantly as Tom, but I, I hear you, but it's so weird to me because you took her in. That's what makes me, I, I can't accept that because was it just the goodness of your aunt? Because you took in Lino too. I get that that's your biological nephew. But I would imagine you took in Zinzi. What's the timeline? Lino is about 16. Zinzi and Tom are about, she said, 27 years. Alexandra would have been 27 which makes time oh, yeah. at least 26, 25, 26. So that's about a nine-year difference. So yeah, they would have they would have taken in Lino nine, eight, seven, six. They would have taken in Zinzi before Lino, because Lino was three when she found him. Look at me trying to do my Lino was three when, when he was yeah. found on the floor. No, yeah, because I was like, okay, wait a minute. So that will put them in, like I said, approximately nine nine years apart, three, nine, twelve. Her parents died. She they, they they took her in. She went off to college. What that would put her about 17, 18. So that's about yeah, I think they would have taken in Zinzi. Either way, what I'm getting at is that I can't see them differentiating Zinzi from a family member and accepting maybe Tom more because he's blood and he's like the heir of the throne and whatnot. But to take Zinzi, you they didn't have to. Zinzi has family. Is my that's my understanding. It's just the Swift took her in and financed everything. That's an investment, like true, you know. So I don't know. Let me let me stop with this. <laughs> we so yeah. Uh Andre says this episode took us to a new plateau. Come on now, my favorite show. Um Harry says the lower uh rated early shows, I think, because there wasn't the same clear, clear through line as episode six. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Um, yeah. I can see that. Um, I do wonder if now we're going to get villain of the week going forward. Like we can't get those 
this is this week cowboy episode. This is this week Darby. We can't get that going forward. Not with this shift. Like now we all gotta work together to get the 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 Barton stuff. So mm-hmm. it depends. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. So Andre says Justin and Tom Power couple of the new world. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you have that because he wasn't in this episode, but Mm-hmm. It's who was. Hmm. I mean, we know we saw who saw him naked. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, so here he says, um, in reference to Rowan being in quote unquote in, it's like the Tubman uh didn't do deep enough background check on Rowan. I don't know. See, I don't know. Well, okay, I can see where you're coming from there. If, like you said, they the groups don't know about each other. Right, I can see that. Mm, this next episode really gone. Listen, bro, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, let's see. Oh, here he go. Andre says I can't get Justin off my mind. I okay, I know I said that, but like, <laughs> you, it was in context. You ain't got to bring that up. Um, why did she forget Zinzi uh, Vegas mind control? <laughs> you know, maybe. I mean, you know, Claire doing her thing. Because how did Zinzi? You can't forget Vegas. I I I think you can. I, liquid mind control. Hey, so maybe Tom was like, uh, uh-uh. and then he put on himself, and he forgot that he put on. Her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she at that so andre says that tn cites the famous jet jackson as one of his influences i could see that i could see that come on now i think i think think i actually i saw him talking about being like i think he just turned 27 so that would track come on lord this show is giving us what we need this i can't believe whatever we i'm i'm just hoping and praying and hoping and wishing that this show is going to get on HBO Max or somewhere else where we can just wow the F out. Yes. And go further. Whew. Okay. <laughs> let's let's do these favorites. Favorite character in this episode. Who you got? Huh? Um, I think I'm going to give this one to Tom. Same. Yay! Same. <laughs> Same. He, yes. That, he did yes. Yes, I want to give it to Zinzi. I want to give it to Isaac. I even want to give it to Rowan, but I feel like we're going to get more of Rowan going forward, mm-hmm. so that'll give me a chance to maybe give it to him later. But Tom, who knew a show about this person could <laughs> 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 be the favorite this episode? So Tom, it's time for me. It is. It's time yeah. for me. Um, I I dare not ask about a favorite scene because like, but what was your favorite scene? <laughs> I feel like it. I I feel like it has to be. So I feel like it has to be the confession. I feel like mm. it got like that whole like explanation of everything. Mm-hmm. But if I if I take that out, because I mean I feel like that's like on another level type deal. You feel right, me? right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I if I feel like if I take that out, I really did enjoy like um that last little bit where Tom and them were working through escaping the room. Because mm-hmm. he gave everybody something to do, everybody was interacting and showed everybody's intelligence, whatever what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think if I take the, the reveal out, it will have to be that. 
Yeah, and I think that reveal is like the default favorite scene there. Like, I, so I'm yeah. not even gonna pick that because I do feel like, like you said, that kind of takes the cake for all yeah. past episodes too. So, yeah, <laughs> um, no, truly, um, I would say everyone together in that van because mm. it truly feels like the start of something that the four of them. Like I like the fantastic, like they're together. This fantastic four. Tom is Mr. Fantastic. Zinzi is Sue Storm. Um, Isaac would have to be uh Johnny Storm. Uh, and Rowan is the thing. Like, they, like there's that's them. It's them. Yeah. So that because and I especially like when they did get together, they did that split screen that felt very like 70s, where like all four of their faces was on I just it looked like a comic strip. I just yeah, so I gotta say them in the van. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, so rah, okay. Um, and then out of 10, Sassy Barclays, what are we rating this episode? <laughs> um, hmm, so I came in with mm-hmm. an 8.5. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked myself up to a nine. I think I have a nine as well. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I have a nine as well, because I started off at seven point five eight. But like, there truly isn't out even separate of the the reveal scene. There's not anything in this episode that makes me like angry because they they tricked me. Well, they subverted my expectations. So everything I thought about Rowan, they did a good job of setting it up to be like, nah, you're wrong. Um, right. even down to like you said, explaining why he went down first. Um, Zinzi was beautiful and she was on it. Isaac, yeah. I think everybody was operating so well, yeah. And then you get the reveal that also explains the last year. So, I, I gotta give it a nine, and I only didn't give it a 10 because I'm like, where do we go from here? Like, yeah. what, what else are you gonna get? Are you gonna give us an 11? Like, yeah, so like. I, I I really don't think I have any complaints about this episode, Same. but I'm I'm, hesit- I'm like you said I'm hesitant to give it a ten because like okay I want to see what you now what we do moving forward. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. No, I'm I I just nine for me. I, yeah. Oh, they did that. They did. Did that. They did. Yeah, so nine. So, listeners, let us know what are y'all giving this episode out of 10 sassy Barclays? What <laughs> do you give this episode? Use that hashtag DTS pod. I feel like I have not said that once in this yeah, episode, <laughs> but y'all know what it is. Shit, this was so good. Use that hashtag. About oh my god, yeah. Now we was focused like Tom. This episode, <laughs> um, yeah, no, 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 definitely, definitely a nine. Um, and if we, I'm I'm gonna be real. If we don't get one that comes close to this when this season is over, I'm gonna go back and change this to a ten. I'm sorry <laughs> because no, that's like, no. at that point. No. And then here go this fool, <laughs> Andre. Are we starting to like <laughs> right in the ninth hour? Are we finally starting to like the the title king? <laughs> Yo, um, yeah. And I'll say that I do like that his arc 
it's like it was it's kind of quiet because like even in yeah. the times where like I was for him, the cowboy episode, like, oh, even though he's still abrasive, he's more or less stepping into the Barton role for Lino trying to be this father figure. Even then I had critiques. Even this episode, I had critiques, but talking it through makes me like, okay. Cause how you gonna yell at Zinzi for the last five episodes and then in the same breath say my dad has month worth of oxygen? So so I don't think he's above critique, and I do think that he still probably has room to grow. But if he ended up being my favorite character, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Um, okay, hold on. One more. Okay, Andre says yes. The van show all of them in their element, having uh, top having all and top having all gear. I heard that the tops had all the gear. So um, for this. <laughs> I love uh Harry says I also love that uh what we really saw this episode was Tom solving problems. Yeah, man, he was assaulted back to back to back. My god. He was that was like I said, I would have folded when they asked me (laughs) pick between that girl and my friends. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Killer, get her out of here. Get her out of here. Not my friends. Not my friend. So yeah. Um oh I don't know. I don't know. What else you got? Any anything, any final uh, thoughts or are we ready for the okay. next one? Like, hello, goes. we uh, bring Tuesday here. I'm finna set up the live tweet tonight just so I can just hit tweet <laughs> all and be done. Um this was cool. I'm enjoying yeah. the show. This I think was an episode we truly needed after the announcement from the last episode, honestly. Um and I'm I I love it. I'm I'm happy for it. Can't wait to see what happens in episode seven. And um, you know, we get more Isaac, and who doesn't want that? Like, come on. Um, so shout out to him and y'all and you, your mama, and your cousin too. So please let these folks know where they can find you, support you, follow you, and all that good stuff. Yes, you can find me at, at Lucy's Deuce on pretty much all platforms, TikTok. Instagram, Twitters. Yeah, I think it'll pop up even if you go to Facebook, even though I ain't that, I ain't there that often. <laughs> let's talk, let's chat. Let's yes, let's yes. figure out um what the rest of Growing's wardrobe looks like. Let's do that together. Hey, hey, that boy was... <laughs> hmm. you got it. You got it, fam. <laughs> so those links will be in the show notes. And of course, for me, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, on TikTok, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Um, if you want to email the show, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Put Tom Swift or something Tom Swift related in the subject line. And uh, maybe we'll read it on air. I don't know if it's HR appropriate or not. You know, let's be crazy. Yeah. Go wild. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, just let boss to the wall. Um, but yeah, so use the hashtag DTSPod when you're listening to this episode, when you're watching uh, watching the podcast. Watch the podcast and watching Tom Swift Live. Check us on those Tuesday nights. Um, jump into the live tweet. Save Tom Swift is the hashtag that you know needs to be pushed. Let these folks know what's what. And um, yeah, that's it. So thank y'all for tuning in. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And please, 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 please stay aware of your friends' illnesses and allergic reactions so that if you're ever in this situation, you too can use an EpiPen to become part of a secret inner circle black Illuminati that will send us to space. 
Yo.